choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? It's Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 194. Yo, let's get started, because I got shit to do. Yours and Negra 2 going out to the St. Louis Rams. Now, I got on here last week and told y'all I hope they beat the brakes off y'all. They beat y'all. Y'all going home. See y'all next year, punks. Y'all going out like some bitches too. All this crying and over this this one call like nigga. The the call's been trash all season. All this that call was just a culmination of a season full of bad calls. They took points. They took two touchdowns off the board for for us in that Dallas game, and we lost the division. Y'all crying like they took some points, and, and everybody know that was bullshit. No clear recovery. That was a bunch of bullshit. Okay, y'all talk shit. Y'all act like y'all won a Super Bowl because y'all beat us. What I told y'all on here, y'all beat us by six fucking points. It ain't like y'all blew us out. Y'all, y'all held us the second half, but that had more to do with fucking our players being injured than anything. Y'all not that hot, and y'all lost, and, and good for y'all. I don't care, and I don't care about y'all crying about that one call. Teams all season been getting, referees have been interfering in the results of games all season. Y'all are not the only team. Eagles got jerked out of four games. That bullshit call on Wentz in the Cowboys. I'm sorry, on Ertz in the Cowboys game. That bullshit no clear recovery call. That bullshit passing the, uh, roughing the passer on Bennett when all the nigga did literally do was wrap the ankles up. And I don't be caring about y'all other teams, but I know it's been other games that have been affected by terrible calls. So y'all crying about this little fucking one call. First of all, ain't no guarantee he was going. Y'all act like they took points off the board. They didn't, it was no guarantee he was going to catch that ball. Y'all still had time. Y'all got beat. And I, fuck y'all. I said I hope they beat the brakes off y'all, and they did. Eagles will be back next year. Good luck to y'all. <laughs> Yours and Negra too, the Rams. Now, I got to say, for the Super Bowl, I really don't give a fuck. I don't care about the Rams or the Patriots. I'm not a, I'm, I mean, I got to admit, I'm tired of seeing the Patriots. We beat them, so whatever. They can't say, they can talk, they, they got all them rings, but you ain't beat us, so. Y'all can't really talk shit to me. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm tired of them. I would like to see a new team, but I'm, I'm not a Patriot hater. I've never been a Patriot hater. I'm not, like, a fan. But, like, they win. They're a good team. They win. They got a system. They get players in there, and they and they win. So, I mean, I've never been a hating. I've never been a player hater. I'm not against them. I am tired of seeing them. I wouldn't like to see just anybody else. But, you know, hey, you, you don't want them in. You got to beat them. And nobody has been beating them except for us, um, and, you know, the Giants, all teams from the NFC East, as much as y'all talk trash about our, um, you know, our little division, the only ones who have, uh, managed to grab a ring that wasn't the Patriots came out of our division, so, you know, do with that what you will, but, yeah, um, I don't give a fuck about the Super Bowl, but I'm glad the Saints ain't going, because, you know, um, Chicago, y'all stole a ski mask, but couldn't steal a win, funny to me, funny to your girl, I told y'all that shit y'all did was corny, <clears throat> maybe if y'all had y'all own swag, and y'all own little team, then y'all do, 
y'all might have could have won, but nah, y'all cornball niggas and tried to take our shit. We wore ski masks because we stole wins. Y'all ain't still a goddamn thing. God bless. Moving on. So where to start? Um, <coughs> sorry. Kamala Patrick has announced her run for president. I told you I knew she was going to run. And I've been saying for a long time that I think that she's the strongest candidate, and I think she can win. I think, I think she can win. I think she will win. If she doesn't, I won't be surprised. No, actually, I will be surprised because, you know, there's a lot, like I, I say on, on Twitter a lot, I feel like people are taking the wrong lessons from the midterms, and, 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 and also people are, I don't know, it's weird, like, people are, are, it's like people are not paying attention, like, it's the same old trope from 2016, like, dog, so much has happened between now and 2016, for you to still be doing your analysis based off of what happened in 2016 is a little silly, so much has occurred since 2016, the, 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 the most of which is, look, in 2016, like, I've got on here and read it many times, a lot of y'all was bullshitting, a lot of y'all was playing games, a lot of y'all thought it wasn't serious, and <coughs> this motherfucker got elected, Sorry, as y'all know, I can't, I can talk clear all day until I get on this mic. Um, and so now people are like, oh, wow, shit, you know, maybe we shouldn't have rolled in our votes. Maybe, you know, maybe we did fuck up. So I think a lot of people are waking up. But the reason I think that Kamala Patrick will win is because, like I said, you have to look around. You have to read the room. The midterms told you a lot. I did not believe there was going to be a blue wave because I just didn't, but there was a blue wave not only was there a blue wave, there was a blue tsunami and you see the people that were elected they were overwhelmingly women overwhelmingly women of color Muslim women, native women people who have youngest women ever you know, Ayanna Presley, AOC these, these just diverse candidates from all over people went out and stood in long, long, long lines to vote these people in and you see AOC got the Republicans losing their minds they don't know what to do they are just in a tizzy about her okay you, so anybody saying oh a black woman can't win it has to be, you're not, you're not paying attention you're not paying attention because that's the opposite the actual opposite of that is what is occurring people have seen all the shit with Kavanaugh and all the shit with Trump and they came out in droves now we have been saying since day one that the problem with the Democratic Party, I mean, they have several problems, but number one is they don't know who their base is. They don't know who their base is, and they don't know how to cater to their base. They've been out here since the Reagan years, talking about these swing, working-class white voters that left their party with Reagan and have never been back. We know that the base of the Democratic Party is young people and people of color. That's who came out for Obama. That's who came out for everybody else. And they want to, all these pundits want to talk about the margins. It's not the margins. The margins only matter when you don't get your base out. When you don't get all the people out voting for the candidate, then yeah, it's the base, it's the margins that matter. Nobody was talking about margins with Obama because we all came out. Kamala Harris is a black woman. The base of the Democratic Party is black and brown women. You Twitter niggas, with all this fucking cop and bullshit, I, listen, I just want y'all to know that, like, Twitter's an echo chamber. It's the same 10 niggas on there saying the same dumb shit. And I told y'all before, all this, why did you sign the crime bill? That's, that's silly shit. Nobody wants to hear that bullshit because everybody who was around during that time, which includes most of the people who vote, know exactly why that bill was passed because we were here when the crime was going on and we were the ones asking for them to pass. So that, you know, 
that shit is, is, is nonsense and it's a waste of time nobody gives a fuck, a lot of this shit y'all be tweeting on Twitter, it, ha- it has no traction in the real world, Kamala Harris is starting her campaign in South Carolina because she knows, fuck Iowa Iowa's not representative of the country anymore, maybe in 1940 it was but in 2018 it is not Iowa is a super white state the, electric, the electorate and the demographics are not that the st- states, again again Stacey Abrams, had not she been cheated, would be the governor of Georgia. A black woman would be the governor of one of the most segregated, uh, racist states in the union. That should tell you something. They had to cheat. They had to cheat and manipulate to keep her from winning the governorship of Georgia. If they, if she can do that, Kamala Harris can win this election. If you think she can't, you're not paying attention. Because what I'm telling you right now, like I said last week, no. People, we're, we're not going to do, I'm, we're not voting for everybody black, because we know every, all skin folk and kin folk, we're not voting for everybody black, but these, these, these fucking shots that they're taking at Kamala, they, 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 they have, they're not going to resonate, they have no, people are starting to wake up to the fact that, you know, you motherfuckers are really not trying to progress, you're really, you're just trying to derail people, you're just trying to derail candidates, because you, I don't know, your little fucking radical view of what should be, nobody's going for that, nobody's ever going for that, the rest of us live in the real world, and the rest of us understand that, you know, things work this way, and you have to work them this way, and progress grows like this, it doesn't go like that, and half of these, half of you motherfuckers talking all this bullshit ain't about that life anyway, and I know, cause I'm about that life, I'm a veteran, I'm a combat veteran, I've been to war, I threw shots on niggas, I had niggas throw shots at me, I put niggas down, I had niggas try to put me down, so I know, I know what that life is, and I know you motherfuckers out here talking all this bullshit, and they bust a grape, and half of y'all ain't been in a fucking fist fight, and don't even know how to operate a motherfucking gun to shoot your whole fucking foot off, ain't about that fucking life, and that's why I don't fucking argue with you little bitch niggas, because I know that y'all bitch niggas. Anyway, sorry about that little mini rant, but that shit irritate the fuck out of me. You ain't no fucking radical. Niggas want to throw their fists up in the air and act like they tough. Oh, Angela Davidson. Angela Davidson then was shooting it out with cops, okay? Angela Davidson then was getting arrested and going to jail and being put in solitary confinement and threatened with death and all of that shit. And them motherfuckers were shooting each other out of jail and fleeing to Cuba. Y'all niggas ain't about that life. Y'all niggas get triggered when somebody from bullying or somebody called you a name or they ain't got, oh my God, they ain't got gluten-free in the fucking cafeteria. Oh shit. Y'all motherfuckers break down from, but y'all get the fuck, get the fuck out my face. Y'all niggas ain't about shit. So that's why I get irritated. I know real recognize real and all y'all looking up real unfamiliar to me right now okay, cause I joined the Marine Corps cause I don't, I don't like arguing niggas like we ain't gonna go back and forth you think you can whip my ass and whip my ass, and if you can't, you gotta get out the way that's why I joined the military cause you know, they don't let you do that in the streets but, <laughs> but in Marine Corps you can do it nothing happened to you, you actually get promoted alright, so I know about that life when I see it and you niggas ain't about that life, and that's why it's annoying because you're standing in the way of progress you're standing in the way of people who really are trying to fight to preserve this country, and trying to make this country stand up to what it's supposed to be, people who are trying to work within the system, we don't want to hear all that bullshit over there, ah, the system is net building, all that shit, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, go, go somewhere where the system work like how you want it to work, nowhere on earth, you be floating around the ocean, okay, cause, if you know history, there's only three fucking ways that humanity has ever been, monarchy, um, dictatorship, or democracy, 
or di- and dictatorship means like tyrants, all that shit. Whereas just what we what they're trying to institute here, basically, where one motherfucker just gets to say whatever, and you got to deal with it or not. Communism falls under dictatorship because gag is <laughs> that shit is is just corrupt. It's just a corrupt form of dictatorship that makes you seem like it's not, but it is. And and um, what I say? Oh, democracy, dictator, tyrannical you know, um, what they call authoritarian, there you go, authoritarian governments, which is what the Soviet Union would, would fall under, and, and, um, democracy, and democracy is fairly new, well, um, it's a fairly new phenomenon, I mean, it's old, it's roots are old, it goes back to ancient Greece, we know that, but as far as, um, governance in the world, it's fairly new, like, only up to, like, what, when did democracy really start taking over, like, um, uh, probably, well, so what, the French Revolution was in the 19th century, so, you know, that was kind of, the, the French Revolution was kind of the end of, you know, rule where monarchy really had power, I mean, you know, you still have, you still have monarchy, but like, the when they cut them, them fucking, and Marie Antoinette and them's head off, people was like, alright, whoa, 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 alright, maybe we better get these people what they want, cause I ain't trying to have that happen to me, you know, so yeah, we still got monarchy, but they, but the end of like, where they really, were the head of state it was probably like around you know the mid to late 19th century unless I'm missing something I I think that's accurate, I think that's the French Revolution is probably like the end of that where they really, I mean I know there's been, you know there was some leftover like the Russian um, the Russian thing went all the way to the Bolshevik Revolution was in 1970, but you know what I'm saying to where like the majority of the world switch to something other than, than monarchy, right, be it, be it communism or democracy or you know, some kind of representative government that wasn't monarchy, okay um, so that's it, that's 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 all there is, so all this rah-rah y'all talk about it's never been, it never will been, be, and the, the, the gall and the gumption and the fucking nuts, to be perfectly frank, that you need to take it to that, y'all don't have it so, that's why I never have time, I don't want to hear it, I don't, I don't, I don't care about nothing you saying, because none of you motherfuckers about that life, at least in the 60s and 70s, a lot of those people, a lot of those revolutionaries, the Panthers, and, and, and um, Nation of Islam, and a lot of those guys, that, and, and, you know, even like the church-based civil rights, not so much them, but more of the radical groups, those guys were like vets, they came back from Vietnam, so, like, they was ready, like, when they said, yo, I'll go shoot, they really meant that shit, you know, they setting off bombs, and see, I mean, it was all kind of radical stuff going on in 70, but them dudes, I mean, they didn't have no plan, and again, you're not gonna, you're not gonna knock the system down, you just not, it's only three, it's only three versions of civilization a human being has ever had, I just named them to you, you're not gonna create any, and all the time of civilization, you think you're the only one that ever thought, oh, let's have this, it's not gonna happen, it's just not, it's against human nature, but I just don't be, I don't, I don't care about all y'all little rah-rah, cause I know, I know, you're not about that life, and that, and the elders know too, that's why they be like, what, that's why they be like, whatever, that's why when Black Lives Matter came up, <coughs> the elders was like, okay, well y'all good luck with that, because, you know, John Lewis got hit in the head in jail, um, uh, Martin Luther King passed, but Martin Luther got hit in the head in jail, all them civil rights workers not the ones that y'all got these t-shirts, not like our grandparents, them niggas got hit in the head and fire holes and blowed down the street and run over by, you know, Bull Connor and all them niggas, them niggas, them niggas put, put blood on it, okay they, they was about that life and here y'all little niggas come, y'all ain't grow up in no kind of none of that, you know 
with all this rah-rah and calling niggas sellouts and what somebody ain't gonna do and we not our grandparents and these hands and all this bullshit. That's why nobody don't fuck with y'all. It's like, the fuck out of here. Because real recognize real. And, you know, people been hitting me up saying I've been going hard on millennials. I'm sorry. Like, and I've said before, though, it ain't all of y'all. Like, there's a hard line split. And if you're millennial, you know what I'm talking about. Older millennials... Y'all are different. The ones that are closer to our age, like the like the oldest millennials, like 38, 40. Y'all know what we be talking about. It's it's the younger half, the, the born in the 90s and all them niggas. They the ones. They didn't grow up like we didn't grow up. They didn't go through the shit we went through. Like, there's a hard line between Gen X and millennials, even the older ones. There just is, y'all. Y'all didn't grow up like we did. Y'all didn't grow up independent, like even when y'all was coming up, like, I went home with a, with a, by myself on public transportation with a house key and let myself in and was sitting watch TV till, you know, my dad or whoever came home. You do that shit now with, with y'all, they start calling cops and stuff. So, you know, but it's, it's a hard line. So I know it's not all, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's representative of the generation though. So I don't, you know, I'm, when I'm, when I'm ranting, I'm ranting on them ones. I'm ranting on, y'all know the ones I'm talking about. Okay, and it's just whatever on y'all. Like y'all, y'all just y'all. I don't. When you are a and listen, I'm not talking like I'm fucking. Um, I ain't never seen him. What's the dude? Mission Impossible and all that shit. But I've done some shit. And when people who have done shit run into people who have not done shit, but they just run their mouths, like it's just so I can't explain to you how irritating it is. Cause that 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 fucking mindset of, oh, well, I, I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and I got my opinion and all this shit, fuck you, nigga, I'll kick you in your fucking chest, and you won't do a fucking thing, because you're not about that life, you are not about that life, all you, I know you're not, because real recognize real, I know how I came up, I know the shit you, I did, and I know how you came up, and I know you ain't did shit, like, y'all think, cause y'all would have little, y'all, actually, y'all don't even fight in the schoolyard, like, y'all, y'all get expelled for that shit, we used to fight in the schoolyard, okay, it's just different, we just different niggas, and so that's why, I don't, <laughs> I ain't yelling at all of y'all, and I'm not tripping, but, like, y'all, y'all have, it's a very loud, very vocal contingent of your generation that, that us, as Gen Xers, just cannot stand, and can't nobody stand the baby boomers, <laughs> so, you gotta re- imagine our frustration, Gen X, we like the middle child, we stuck between the baby boomers, and the, ad- the millennials, y'all see, they put that sh- that chart out, they didn't put us on there, like, oh, it's like, we on, like, a whole fucking 15 years just disappear, like, what the fuck, so y'all gotta understand, Gen X is particularly perturbed, cause we are stuck between two fucking assholes, <laughs> like, we are fucking tired, like, uh, our parents was worse, our youngest siblings, the worst, so, just know, those that know, know what I'm saying, I'm not ranting against all y'all, but y'all gotta take, y'all gotta take responsibility for y'all generation, just like we gotta take responsibility for us, it's a lot of Gen X with this R. Kelly shit going on, it's a lot of us that ain't shit, I saw a clip today with Lil Morp at the radio talking about she fucking protected some of these dudes from rape charges cause they was her friends, bitch, you are a fucking bird, you are the fucking worst, you are the type of woman that we are all talking about, when we talk about how, you know, why didn't girls, why don't girls come forward, and why don't they say anything, and why don't they tell, cause the bitch is like you, Cause you so busy up some nigga ass who who won't defend you for nothing, trying to gain favor with them, trying to be a pick me, trying to be the cool girl that you gonna shut somebody down that was sexually assaulted. You gonna cause you friends with this nigga? This nigga's trash. Why are you friends with a trash nigga? I'm gonna tell you why. Cause you trash. So 
the point of all that is, every generation got they fuck niggas, but you gotta claim them. And I'm just saying, millenn- y'all got a lot of fuck me, but it's a different kind of fuck me. It's a kind of fuck nigga that I don't really respect. Okay? And, you know, who I respect in the, in the world don't, don't really matter to a, a hill of beans. I understand that, but as far as me interacting with you, it matters. Because I, I interact with people I don't respect. I, you know, I don't interact with you in the same way the people I do. So, anyway. I'm not going hard on y'all. I'm only going hard on ones that deserve it. So, that's a long loop around to say... I think Kamala Patrick can win, and I think she will win. And I've told y'all before, it's because I don't think that she, Hillary, was boxed in on all sides by a lot of things. Kamala won't have that issue. Somebody um, mentioned on Twitter today how they think Kamala needs to really jump on these bots and stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I don't agree with that because first of all, the bots is is a technical issue. Everybody knows about it. Twitter's trying to deal with it. People are more awake now. I feel like in 2016 when I was screaming and yelling at y'all, but this, this was the fucking Russians. Everybody thought I was crazy. Now y'all see I knew what I was talking about, and I feel like people are more aware now. People know, oh, that's a bot account. You know, let I me mean, not argue with that. I mean, people still retweeting and arguing. Knuckleheads gonna be knuckleheads, but I, f- I feel like people are more aware. And 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 as you keep seeing the same talking points, reiterate. First it was for Hillary. Now it's for Kamala. And then it's gonna be for Warren. Like all these people got the same issue. People start to people are starting to wake up and realize, okay, I see what this is. So there's that. And the second thing is because Kamala Hillary was a white lady, okay, and she had black people on her team, but that ain't the same as being black. So you you know, and she was always just so concerned that, you know, she was going to alienate the black vote that she would just do things because, you know, she doesn't know. What Kamala knows, Kamala has an inside line, so there's certain things you're going to tell her, oh, well, black people should be like, no, that's not actually true. Like the mini clips that she has because people claim, you know, well, what is your opinion on the crime bill? I need to know your opinion. You motherfuckers, here I go again on a rant, you motherfuckers have access to information in your pocket, we was growing up, we had to go to the library, bitch, and bring out microfiche and all kind of shit if we wanted to do research, we ain't had no fucking phone, we could pull out our, our shit in Google, so I can't, I don't need to tell you how annoying you motherfuckers are on the TL, um, haranguing people to show you this and prove you that, when you get this and when you get that, when the shit is on motherfucking Google, but if you go on Google or YouTube, you'll see that Kamala has spoken many times, she's been not since she's been running, since early, since 2006 and 2008, she's been talking about criminal justice reform and how to improve the criminal justice system. And one of the things that she's always said is, like, there's this there's this notion that, you know, be, again, because people are white, and white people tend, like I was, it's like what I, I was kind of telling y'all with the, um, the podcast where I said, you know, I, I like a lot of these, these true crime podcasts, but I, I, some of them that involve black people, I wish that they had, you know, black hosts or somebody who knows black people, because there's a lot of stuff that gets lost in translation, and and this is similar to that, because she was saying how, you know, there's this, this line that black people don't like police, and they don't want policing, and that comes from white people not knowing the difference between these rah-rah niggas over here with no solutions, that just want to yell and complain, and we don't want cops, and she's a cop, and, we're not, and, and, they th- and they don't know enough about black people to know that actually they're not representative of the black community, those are loud niggas that, again, ain't about nothing over there hollering, the majority of black people, you know, back in the drug war days, and the crack era, and every place else, 
we we want our communities to be safe too. What we didn't want was people to brutalize us and come in and treating us like shit and treating us like we the criminals in our own neighborhood. I don't want to have to answer some fucking cop who pulls up and asks me why I'm sitting on my steps on the front steps of my fucking house. This is my fucking house. Go worry about them criminals. Don't treat me like a criminal. That's what we that's what we were against. We weren't against policing. Of course we want police. We don't want nobody robbing our house. We don't want these drug deals on the corner. And Kamala understands that. She's like, there's this line there's this thought, or notion, or whatever, that black people don't want policing, she's like, that's not true, but we don't want policing that brutalizes us, and we don't want policing that, that we don't want a criminal justice system that treats us differently than, you know, everybody else, perfect, perfect example, this little fucking snickering, ignorant ass white boy, who I'm gonna get to later, but just to bring that up, you know, when white kids do something that is clearly racist, and clearly fucking just be an asshole, you know, it's, oh, he's a young kid, and he's, you know, you're gonna ruin a young kid's life, but the black kids don't get, black kids with a toy gun, they get shot down in the park and killed, and it's like, oh, well, what does he get? Why is he in the park with a toy gun? That's what he gets. I mean, he, you know, that's why he's dead. So, those kind of subtle things that you need to know black people intimately to be able to tell, Kamala does, and Hillary didn't. So, Hillary made a lot of, lot of stumbles that Kamala won't, you're not gonna be able to tell you're not gonna be able to tell Kamala, oh well you know, what about super predators Kamala's gonna have an answer for that Kamala's gonna have an answer to be like, look I don't know what you're talking about with super predators, but this is what I do know, in Oakland, when I was AG, and whatever, X number year I think it was 97, 98, we had uh, 800 murders, in the population of, I don't know what the population of Oakland is, but I know it's not as big as Philadelphia, and we had, you know, this number of murders, we had this number of drug crimes, we had this number of arrests and um, people who, you know, were calling for this and calling for these laws, and calling for those laws, and so, that's what we did to try to clamp down, and then we took the murders from this like she's gonna, my point is she's gonna have an answer because you don't get to where she's gotten without having an answer, okay and people who are who are reasonable and understand and were, and were there, remember what she's talking about, they're gonna know that so you know, you can't hit her with a super predator like you can Hillary, because this is her community, and she's gonna be able to speak from that perspective, and that's the perspective of, of the base that's the perspective of people who tend to vote Democrat, no, we don't want no police that's ridiculous, but we don't want police to treat us like we're less than because our our tax dollars pay your salary, you work for me I'm not here at your fucking you know, disposal and, and, and grace you're here at mine, you're here to serve me, so I, th- I think she's the strongest candidate, I've told you before, I don't think anybody white is gonna win it uh, Gillibrand is into the race, Gillibrand is formidable, Gillibrand is, is is, you know, she's been doing her thing, but Gillibrand's big strength was that she opposed the Iraq war, had Gillibrand got in, you know, eight years ago, maybe, I feel like she would, you know, I would see it for her, but like, that Iraq shit, <laughs> we so past that now, <laughs> like, nigga, these niggas is, got the government closed trying to build a wall, ain't nobody really caring about you was the one person who opposed the Iraq war, I mean, good for you, good for you, but I just don't, I don't, you know, that's what she's most known for, I see, I don't really see any women of color too much getting behind her, I see a, a white woman getting behind her, and again, probably she's very local, like, I don't know, you know, white people can always kind of relate to other white people, I guess, but like, between her and Warren, I just, I don't see anybody of color really voting for either one of them, so they basically gonna be splitting the white woman vote, cause we know white men not gonna vote for women regardless, you know, so I just see between them two, splitting the white vote, I feel like Gillibrand what, might get more than Warren, but I don't know, I, I don't know, but Bernie, Joe, none of them white males, are, they, 
they, they, I don't see it for them. Unless one of them happens to hook up with, you know, somebody of color, which is still a possibility. It's still a possibility that somebody can go get a Latino or go get another person of color and shake this thing up. It's still a possibility. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I think Kamala can win. I think she's going to win. Again, of, of, of the people who have declared thus far, it's quite possible that Castro can jump in or somebody else can jump in and change the change it. But as of today, I I, I think she's very formidable. I think it's clear she's formidable because she I mean she just a day out of announcing and they already hitting her with the bots and all the all the bullshit. She raised one point five million in twenty four hours. I gave her ten of my dollars. Um you know, I'll probably give her some more, and yo, it's exciting, like, you, a black woman is running, and is the strongest, most viable candidate, and can possibly win, as president of the United States, and if you motherfuckers are not excited about that, I don't know what to fucking tell you, like, I don't really don't know what to tell you, if you can't get excited about that, listen, the woman is, is, is impress is impressive, and formidable, and I think she's going to surprise a lot of people. I think people, um, you know, are, are severely underestimating her and severely underestimating what, you know, what they can throw at her and what she can respond to. So, you have my vote, Kamala Patrick. Um, so, I might as well go into it now. This racist white kid, look, we've all, it's been done to death. I can't believe it's still a story. But all I want to say is, like, this, you know, this spin that they're trying to put on this shit, like, white people, this is, this is what we're talking about, and I see, actually, I will say, I have seen a lot of white people, and not just super liberals, just regular white people acknowledge what that was, I've seen regular white people be like, yo, that kid has the most arrogant smirk on his face, he has on a MAGA hat, which everybody knows what a MAGA hat means, as somebody said, the MAGA hat is the 2018 version of the Klan hood, that is absolutely correct, you are standing in front of that man in the 2018 version of a Klan robe, you're smirking at him, you're a fucking teenage kid, this man is an elder, he's there with his people, they have some kind of whatever, native uh, memorial march or whatever they do every year, he's an elder in his tribe, he's a Vietnam vet, he's a, he's an older man, you're a kid, you're staring at him like you're his, like you're his peer, you're fucking smirking at him, like, you know, you're superior, you know he can't do anything, and I thought it was funny because, anybody know language like, body language like, I know body language, that old man, if he would have made a flinch toward that old man, that old man would have dog walked his ass, okay, that dog, that man would have beat his ass, but he's an old, you know, he's an elder, and he showed patience, and so the spin they try to put on, that, you know, oh, well, he was reacting to the black Israelites, first of all, white people, y'all are the dumbest people on the planet, because like some white guy said, once again, <laughs> random white guy was like, Anybody who has who lives on the East Coast knows what a black Israelite is and has been putting headphones and ignoring the motherfuckers all their lives. And that <coughs> that is the most accurate statement ever because that is exactly what you do. And motherfuckers be down on one twenty fifth with their megaphones and their bullhorns and people walk past them like they don't even see them. In fact, it was one day. It's so it's so unusual to have somebody respond to them, that it was one day, and I didn't think to record it, I should have, it was the funniest shit ever, it was this one dude, so they was on 125th and Lenox, and you know, like, right in front of the CVS, for those of y'all who know Harlem, it's right in front of CVS, you know, there's like a little island in the middle of 125th, I mean, sorry, in the middle of Lenox, there's an island, and so, this white dude was on the island, 
and he was just yelling back and forth at them, and fuck you, fuck you, and holding his middle finger, shit was funny, because he was like, he was going wild, yelling back at these dudes, and it was like, dog, nobody paid, they, and you, like, nobody listens to them, nobody pays them any attention, like, you getting all upset about this, really for nothing, like, these motherfuckers have been out here since the beginning of time, dressed up like Power Rangers, but, I remember that was funny, but that's how unusual it is to, like, react to them, so this whole story, oh, with some black Israelites, it's like, y'all, y'all sound dumb, like, nobody fucking reacts to Israelites like that, like, they, that's what they do, so, you know, fuck NBC or whatever he went on, you know, I don't, but I will say, I don't think anybody was fooled, because I saw, again, regular white people, not like the usual, you know, not, not people trying to signal their virtue, not people trying to, you know, just get in a conversation, it was like regular white people was like, look, I'm not black or nothing, but I know that shit when I see it, I know what the fuck that is when I see it, and that little fucking boy was trying to intimidate that Indian man, and he had on the MAGA hat, and everybody knows what that means, and he had that cocky little smirk, I just feel like everybody's familiar, even if you're not racist, or if you're not black to experience racism, but I feel like everybody knows what a snot, what a white kid in a MAGA hat with that little fucking snotty smirk is about, right? I think everybody knows what that's about, and so you already know what that's about, and then you just you just add the rate that this man is a Native American. They doing war whoops, they jumping around. You're, you're actually there at their parade, which is to commemorate their culture, and you're just being the fucking racist pigs that you are, I think most people got that, so I don't think the spin really has anybody fooled but the regular, you know, the regular suspects who get fooled by everything, so I will say that but it's just that's the type of shit we're talking about, and actually somebody wrote a really good article, also a white person wrote a really good, um, no it wasn't an article, I think it was a tweet thread and that basically that's what she was saying, she was like, you know, this is the kind of stuff that white people have to start addressing and start looking at, because, you know, the, the little microaggressions that, that, that people of color talk about, and you act like you don't know what they're talking about, and she just went through it, she was like, the way he's in that man's space, that is, they're very disrespectful, as if, she, as if they are peers, you're in this man's space, the way he's staring at him as if, you know, as, again, kind of like threatening him, as if, as, again, as if you're peers, they were like, that just everything about that interaction is what people are talking about when they talk about racism and the shit that white people do, and this is a white person, she was like, and every person that is white knows that and sees that, because you see that MAGA hat, and you know what that MAGA hat means, so all these little bending over backwards you're trying to do to find an incident reason, or oh no it was actually this, or oh no it was actually that, she was like, that is what people are talking about when they say that you are racist, and you are playing into a racist system, because you know good and goddamn well, what that boy was doing, you know exactly what he was doing, and, you know, that's what people are talking about, that is exactly what people are talking about, y'all think that if, unless you're hanging somebody from a tree, or lynching, or whatever the case is, that it's not racism, and people are overreacting, and she was, she was like, everybody saw that, everybody knew what that was, immediately, so, all this bending you're trying to do to, oh, it's two sides, of the media tried to two sides that all night, and I just saw everybody like, no, 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 and then there was a white girl, another, just a random white girl, she put her video up, because she was saying when we were walking up to the mall, we passed a group of the boys from that same school, and they had it on video, and they was yelling at us, slut, and hoe, and all kind of shit, she was like, it's the same boys, so, you know, what, what was their excuse for us, they had the same MAGA hats on, and they were just yelling shit, and it's just funny, because the Gillette commercial came out, and everybody's up in arms about the Gillette commercial, and it's like, 
um, this is exactly the type of shit that Gillette commercial was talking about, and here y'all go. So, fuck that little white boy, um, God bless that Indian man, but I'm trying to tell y'all right now, I'm trying to tell y'all right fucking now, all this goddamn grace and dignity y'all are doing, wrap a fucking drum around that boy's head, cause you see what happened, they done painted the story, now this boy's a victim, he done been on the news and everything, and now everybody acting like, oh, see, y'all tried to, it, was, it wasn't even like that, it was totally like that, it was totally like that, so... I don't know, run up on the wrong, y'all, when are y'all gonna run up on the wrong one eventually, cause people, the shutdown is going on, people getting tight, people getting aggy, y'all gonna run up on the wrong one, and it's gonna happen, um, move on to the shutdown, uh, listen, I, I, I was wondering how long it was gonna take for these government workers and people to start showing up to the White House and, and showing up to these people and protesting, it looks like it started today, cause they about to miss a third paycheck, and it was at Mitch McConnell's office, um, you know they, they have, the Democrats and, and um, a few Republicans actually I think, have sent several bills to open back open the government they've been turning them down, like I don't this is such this is such stupidity, because it's like what is your end game? you're not getting a wall it's like you're not getting a wall. Nobody is going to agree ever. What is your end game? What is the point of shutting down the government? I, and I know some people are like, oh, this is what they do. It's authoritarian. I get that. Again, like I said, I think y'all give them people too much credit. I don't think they have the competence or, or, the, or the – I don't think they are that smart, in other words. I don't think they're strategic at all. I think they're just incompetent and fucking foolish, and, and they're doing this shit because it appeals to their base. That's what I think. I don't. I just don't think they're smart enough to. Oh well, we really want to crash government so that we can have an authoritarian government. I don't. I, I just don't. I, I know it looks like that. I just don't believe that. I just don't think they're that strategic. I just think these motherfuckers are incompetent. They had no idea what it meant to shut the government down. They didn't realize that it meant that TSA and all these other, you know, people wouldn't get paid. I think they just thought that. Oh well, it means that you know that the um, FBI investigation will stop and you know. Uh, you know, the, the, the lawmakers will stop bugging me about stuff, because, you know, government shut down, so they can't come to work, so I could just go golf. That's what I think he thought it meant. He didn't have to work, come to work, because the government was shut down. The government shut down, nothing for me to do. I have to go to work, and I don't have to worry about this investigation. Like, I just don't, I don't believe these, these deep, sinister plots, because I just don't think they're smart enough. I think Putin put that man in office, hoping he would lift sanctions, and as like a joke, and that's because I'm an intel, so like I told y'all I was an intel, like I told you before this shit is a cat and mouse, they get us, we get them they get us, we get them, and and part of it is embarrassment like, a huge part of the Cold War was us embarrassing them like, look at them, look how fucking sorry they are, like we went to the moon, they didn't go to the moon, you know, it was it's about embarrassment so now they're getting us back all the shit y'all did, oh, y'all wanna go to other countries and interfere in their elections and place dictators? Well, guess what? We gonna do it to you now. Look at y'all. Look at y'all looking stupid. Look at y'all government shut down. Look at me. I can tell you, dumbass president, hey, man, go fart on air. And he'll go fart on air because he's a moron. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's a game. Putin doesn't give a fuck. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, first of all, no, you don't know what secret, I'm sure, they, again, they got bugs all up and everywhere, I'm positive, so they're hearing everything that he says, I'm confident though, that nobody, generals or intel or anybody is telling him anything, because they're, they're aware, even if he's not, um, but I just, you know, I don't think it's that deep, I think this, they're just incompetent, and don't know anything, um, but, um, you know, I don't know how much long, I don't, 
I, I just don't know what the end game is. I, I mean, whenever you challenge Trump, he backs down. Like today, he just insisted he was going to give his state union address. Nancy Pelosi was like, um, actually, no, you're not. He said he's going to do it anyway. Nancy was like, actually, no, you're not. Because the way the Constitution and the government works is you're not a king. You're actually one branch of government. We're the other two. And we have these powers, and you have those. Your powers are executive. Your power is not legislative. And your power is not um, over here what we do. Your power is to make treaties. Your power is to make and sign treaties. Um, And a few other... the, the, The order of the executive... the purview of the executive office is very limited I mean they did that on purpose because they were coming from a country where they had despot kings and they didn't want that anymore so they limited the executive very much I know people that's why I get frustrated with all these elections with people bringing up all this silly shit about who prosecuted what and this law and that that has nothing to do with the president those are local issues those, those are not that is not the purview of the executive branch the executive branch sets policy they make treaties they um are an ambassador, you know what I mean, they go over to other countries and represent us to other countries, they're not, they're not the legislative body, they don't make those laws, they don't do, they'll sign laws as an executive, but they don't they'll, they can get on TV and, and ask, you know, lay their case out why they want to pass a law and, and you know, hopefully you'll call your representatives and, 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 and express that, that, you know uh, desire to them which will get the law passed, but that's not that's what a president, a president doesn't doesn't do a lot of the things that you guys think they do, that's why it's fucking stupid to be asking somebody about their records at AG 30 years ago, because they're gonna be president has nothing to do with it, she's not gonna make the laws about, you know the, the, the um, sentencing and, and all of that shit, she doesn't do that, the congress does that the senator and the representatives do that and the governor at the state level does that, that's not a president's job, so I, you know, it's silly to, to fucking not vote for somebody based off of, for whatever, I'm not gonna go. Those of y'all who know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't really know what to say to shut down. I, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I don't know how long it's gonna go on. <laughs> I, you know, I really don't. I know that I know that he's not gonna get a wall. I think what they're gonna have to end up doing, and I'm, I think that's kind of what they're trying to do now, they're gonna have to try, well, actually, it's not really him that's in the way, it's McConnell, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, cause they've been sending bills, like, trying to just, you know, just, like, really, the nigga's dumb, just trick him, yeah, we're gonna give you a wall, sure, and you ain't giving him shit, like, he'll sign whatever, oh, I got my wall, he don't fucking know, and, and, what he, and, like, he's not fooling anybody, this wall is about contracts, he has promised corporations that, yeah, we're gonna build a wall, we'll give you the contract, and those companies, and they, and who knows what favors he's taking from them, and what money he's taking from, we don't know what goes down in Mar-a-Lago, but I'm sure that was part of it, he has promised these corporations, these defense contracts, and whoever else, that they're gonna be able to build a wall, and now they're pushing him for this wall, because you said we was gonna have these contracts, and where's our money, that's what this is all about, he's not fooling me, ain't about no goddamn border security, and none of that shit, has he even been to the border, I don't think he has, he has promised these people contracts, he's made promises, maybe money has switched hands, I'm sure it has, and now he's, you know, can't, he found out that, oh, well, I can't actually just say we're gonna build a wall, that there's that government actually functions a certain way, and that's what this is all about, so it's really Mitch McConnell who's the issue, but I, you know, I just don't really know how long this is gonna go, cause I, I don't, I just don't understand what their end game is, because it's like, they feel like they feel like if they just keep at this, they'll get a wall, you're not getting a wall <laughs> you know, you're just not. Your campaign promise is that Mexico was going to pay for it, so go talk to Mexico. Don't talk to the U.S. government, don't talk to the Senate, don't talk to the House, because we're not doing it. So, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think it'll let. People are already starting to protest. 
I'm t- give it a couple more, give it another pay period, people are gonna start coming up, pulling, I'm telling you, dragging the people out them offices, confronting them at their homes, as they should, as they should be already, and then it's gonna get spicy, when the motherfuckers physical is threatened, and they realize that this really ain't a game, and oh, this is not just some political shit, like, these people are for real, and these motherfuckers start showing up the Fox News studios, and all these other stuff, and start really fucking throwing coffees and whatever, fruit, at rotten fruit at these people, then people gonna realize, and that's when I think that, you know, people are starting acting like they got some sense, but not before. But it's getting there. Um, not fast enough, but it's getting there. Um, so I guess that leads me, I kind of touched it already, I wanted to, this, this narrative about this whole thing being Trump versus Pelosi, it's a tit for tat. The media, listen, if, I'm not even going to rail against the media, because my actual, this is my belief, I don't think the media is going to, like, survive, not in its present form. You know, like, in other words, the country is getting more diverse. There's more people of color, but the media is, is overwhelmingly white. Their takes are white. They're not trying to diversify at all. They think they can just keep going the way they're going. And I just don't think it's going to work. I think um, people are just, they're either going to become less um, important because people are going to start getting news from other places, Twitter or wherever else, you know, people are going to get. Different voices are going to come because, like, we're, you know, we're just, I just think they're going to become obsolete. And I think it's going to be happen faster than they know because they're resistant to change, they're resistant to diversity, they, you know, they just don't want to listen to anything. And I think as time goes by, they're just going to become obsolete. They're, you know, I just think after a while, people are just going to ignore them. Like, they might still be on the news, but nobody, you know, nobody's going to be paying attention because it's like you're you're being ridiculous. And part of it is just Trump for, but it's not a tit for tat. Like, one, Nancy Pelosi, who y'all know I'm not a big fan of, but is is the, um, what is it, the Speaker of the House. And as in, in that position, it's her job to govern. And it's her job to, you know, represent the House and you know, she's trying to do that, and, and, and the people of, you know, represent the people of this country, and have government function the way it's supposed to be, and she's trying to do that, she's trying to open the government so that people can pay, so the legislation can go forward, so that the government can run, the other guy is being a petulant child, because he wants a stupid wall, that's gonna keep out, you know, the magical dragons, and he's not gonna get it, and that's it, that's like, there's not a tit for tat, like, they're trying to make this like, it's like, it's a standoff, like, you know what I mean, like, it's some kind of, like, both sides are rational, one side is a fucking moronic idiot, and the other side are responsible people who take their duty and their office serious, and are trying to, I'm not even gonna say do the right thing, they're trying to do, like, the obvious thing, like, they're trying to do the basic functions of what they are sent there to do, which is have government up and running, they not, it's, we're not even at the law yet, like, we're not even at, like, trying to legislate, we're just trying to get stuff open, you trying to do state, state union and all this nonsense you want to do, it's like, we're not doing none of that, the government, there are people nationwide who are not getting paid, what are you talking about, we're not doing none of that, we're not doing none of that, we're not shutting the shit down, you are, you are the one to shut the government down, so when you decide you want to get up off your ass and stop being an idiot, then the government will work, but in the meantime, we ain't got nothing to say, like, like, so, it's not a tit for tat, and I think the media is like, I don't know, they, they, they keep they keep with this bullshit and I just don't see it, I think it's gonna eat itself, I think it's gonna crash in on itself people already don't really, like I don't watch Fox, I, I watch MSNBC sometimes, I watch, actually I watch certain shows because, you know 
they're all slant, and it's all entertainment, and I don't really care, like, I get news from Twitter, or I can read an article, or I can look to BBC, or something like that, like, if I really am that pressed to get news, but I'm not, but, you know, it's gonna eat itself, because it's like, who are these stories for? Who are these narratives for? A shrinking population who believes in nonsense. The rest of us are just like, what, what is this? And that's why, like, people like AOC are like, oh my god, what is this girl doing? Like, they act like she's, like, so, (coughs) sorry, doing witchcraft or sorcery or like some magic trick, she's not she's just being a regular person and saying things that everybody knows are true and not accepting lies and not talking bullshit that simple your president is a racist because ABC, which is obvious to everybody like she's not doing anything spectacular she's just telling stating the obvious, she's telling the truth this two sides objective shit you're doing there's no two sides to truth the opposite of a truth is a lie so like this fair and balanced there's, what are you talking about there's no two sides, the truth is, is one thing, there's no two sides to a truth there's no such thing that people, oh well you're being biased the truth can't be biased the truth is what occurred that's it, there's no two sides to the truth, the only other the opposite of truth is a lie, you're tell the truth or you're not there's no two, oh, well, it's two ways you can look at that. No, it's not. You're either telling the truth or you're not. Period. I don't know what to tell you. So that's why AOC is a superstar because she's just telling, she's just talking like she's just telling the truth. Like she's just saying what is obvious. I don't know what you all are doing. Like these spins you try to put, these narratives you try to put, like who is that for? Who is that for? Surely not us. Surely not the people who are like, voting all these people in, so like I don't, so anyway, my point with all that is, I think it's gonna eat itself I just think it, I just think it is, like I just think, I, I don't see a future for it a, a lady on MSNBC said it, she was like yeah, you can buy up, these conservatives can buy up all these stations, and they can put all these conservatives, but they were like, but she's like, but who's it for? The, the Democrat, the old white people who respond to that shit are old and they're dying off, and yes, we know younger white people, are, but it's like they're they're not they're not in the numbers like they were before. Like, who's the audience for this nonsense that, you know, global warming is, is a two sides? Who's the, who's the, who's the audience for, like, this, this evangelical creationist nonsense that y'all are on, this fairy tale shit that y'all are on? Like, who is the audience for that? So, you know, I just think it's gonna eat itself. Um, because it's just ridiculous. Like, it just, it's just need to make everything even. It's just like, it's, it's, it's lost credibility because you, you you're stretching things to like ridiculous extremes to where it's like laughable. Um, real quick because I'm, I'm running a little long here. Um, you know Tamika, I call her you know Tamika Lauren, jumped on Twitter and decided she was gonna come at Cardi because Cardi made a, a speech. Basically, once again, saying the obvious and what everybody fucking knows that we look stupid and we're shutting the government down and, you know, something need to be done and I think people need to get out and start marching because, you know, this is like, we looking a little crazy right now and, you know, Tamika decided she wanted to come for Cardi and Cardi let her know, I will dog walk your ass, don't play with me. And I feel that everybody in these United States, um, knows full well that Cardi will actually dog walk you, I mean, we have seen that Cardi's about that life, Cardi say it's on site, it be on site, I don't think nobody doubted when Cardi said that shit, so 
Tamika tried to, you know, come back with some bullshit, and Cardi, every time Cardi kept coming back for her, and you know, like I've said before on here, I was on Cardi early, and a lot of people tried to, I've been underestimating Cardi since day one, a lot of people try to play her, because she, like she's dumb, because she has an accent, and doesn't speak the best English, because you know, English is only one of three languages that she speaks, and so, you know, she doesn't have, you know, doesn't speak as clearly as some others, although when she really wants to get something across, she, she does, but, you know, on her own Instagram, and, and, and just, like most people, when they speak, you know, regular, they don't necessarily use their work voice, so, you know, that's what she does, but, you know, I just, I just thought that was funny, because it's like, girl, you know, we all know Cardi will fight you, girl, so, you know, this little cute, this little cutesy shit you trying to do, don't do it with Cardi, because Cardi will be up there at Fox News, we know, <laughs> waiting with a red shoe, girl, so, relax, um, and moving on to the last bit, so, we all know by now there's been two documentaries on that fire, fest, fraud, scam, fiasco, I have not seen the Hulu one, because I don't like Hulu, I only have, I only get Hulu when shows that I like, which would basically be The Handmaid's Tale, I get it for the season, I turn it off, because I used to have it, but the, the, the um, streaming speed is horrible, and it's just, I don't like it, and I don't want to watch commercials, like, I don't pay, well, I'm going to pay for streaming to watch commercials, so, I didn't see the Hulu version document documentary, I won't see that, but I've seen the Netflix one, and, um, <laughs> you know, I'm glad the lady that got, the, the Bahamian lady that got, you know, uh, her money, uh, she had to, she lost her savings because she had to, you know, them dudes basically left left out and left her with the tab. I'm glad they set a GoFundMe up her and, up for her and she got her money back. I'm glad. Um, but the rest of that shit was just like I was just looking at that like this is some Caucasian foolishness. This is only white people fall for shit like this because like I don't know. Like I, I had a lot of thoughts about it, but the main thought I had is like y'all know I don't like my job and y'all know I've been looking for. I just want to get into a whole nother industry, and a, and a big issue I have is that, you know, I've run into these people who, you know, they act like what they're doing is so difficult, and it's rocket science, and like, I can't possibly do it, because, you know, I'm an attorney, and I've, I've you know, I only work across and T's as an attorney, and so I can't possibly ever figure out how to dot I's, because, you know, I cross T's, and dotting I's is so fucking difficult, and it's like, it's all kind of just bullshit, and you sit and you watch that, and you're like, these motherfucking dumbass white boys really, like, like, they can just say anything and people will throw money at them, like, that shit was, like, obviously, clearly, and, like, soon the shit started, and I saw the first island they were gonna pick, and I was like, you, what the fuck is, who would see that island and think you could have a cut, that island is at sea level, number one, it's not even an island, it's like a little atoll, it's at sea level 101, I don't know if anybody knows anything about, like, and I was in the Marines, so, you know, we'd be on boats and shit a lot, those, a lot of those little islands like that, when the tide comes in, some of them get completely submerged, if you have a storm, some of them would be, the, the storm swell, it'll be completely submerged, I'm like, who's gonna have a festival on this island, like, you're gonna fly over and you see a piece of land, you think you have a fucking festival, I'm like, you're gonna fly people in that land, the whole, the whole atoll was like the size of one runway, so you're gonna have planes coming, bringing people in, how? where, these artists, you gonna chop it, like, how, it was just, from, two minutes in, I was like, this is nonsense, and they just kept going through it, and how this shit, you know, just kept unfolding, and nobody knew, what, I was like, how do y'all not know that this is a scam, you know, then, 
they got to my man Allen. So this is after, you know, people are starting, from what I, again, I only saw the one festival, and from what I've been reading on the Netflix version, that it was produced by the same guys that were in it, and so they made it, and they made this one to make it look like they were innocent. I've heard people say that the Hulu one actually, you know, showed that actually all these guys were scamming, and they, they knew a lot more than they said, I don't know. But, he you know, they were saying how, you know, came didn't have any money, and he was lying, and it was clear that it wasn't going to happen, and, you know, they had already got the people there, and they didn't have no water, because the customs guy wouldn't let the water through, because they hadn't paid for the water, or some shit like that, I can't remember what the issue was, but they couldn't get the water, and my man, Allen, said, that Billy called him up, and told him that he figured out how they was going to get the water through, and it was that Allen, because he was gay, he should go to the customs agent and suck the customs agent's dick. And that customs agent would give him the water for sucking his dick. Now, this <laughs> was shocking enough. When Allen says this, I'm sitting there like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? But that, but no, it got worse. Because I expected Allen to be like, and that's when I fucking just up and left and said, God bless and good night, because clearly this is a scam, and I'm out of here, like, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I, you know, I was gonna try to make it work, because, you know, I did say I was doing my reputation, and I wanted to see it work, and all of that, but this motherfucker's out of his mind, and I, this is what I'm just, that, that was it, and that's where I left, and I thought that was gonna be the end of Alan's story, but no, Alan said that he had been doing this for 30 years, and this was his career, and his reputation was on the line, and so he went home, and he thought about, or went to his tent, he thought about it, and he got up the next day, and took a shower, and put on his best cologne, and gargled his Listerine, and he was on his way to suck the custom agent's dick to get this water. <sighs> Dog, I thought about that all night long. I was like, this man was dead ass about to go suck dick for water. I have never in my life been that dedicated to anything, let alone a career, and maybe that's why I'm not as far along, like, is that the kind of dedication you need? Like, the Allen was gonna go suck a dick, and like, was serious, and he was like, cause, you know, I, I thought if that's all it would do to save the festival, then I'd do it, cause I didn't, I mean, Allen was, listen, Allen was not crazy, Allen was like, all these people, we got all these people here, we promised these people this money, we have taken these people money, we can't cheat these people, this is a scam, this is a fraud, I don't want to be associated with it, but I don't want to screw all these people, and so if all I gotta do to make this festival happen, is if I gotta go suck dick for this water, and that's what I'm gonna do, damn it, and I was like, listen, I know one thing, everybody out there that saw that, if y'all need a project done, y'all need to hire Allen, because Allen will take one for the team, Allen will not let you down, Allen will get the job done, that man probably did more with that crazy ass story, cause he was dead ass, he was, he was sincere, he was gonna do that shit to save the festival, listen, I know Allen, I know Allen career gonna take off from that, cause you ain't, you got Allen on your team, you will not fail, okay, Satan works hard, but Allen works harder, alright, y'all will not fail, with Allen on your team, but, I thought about that all night, I was like, that man, like, white people are different, I was like, white people different, he was, like, he felt that 
I mean, my thing was, I get it, like, your reputation, but, like, dude, you've been in this business for 30 years. You have built your reputation for 30 years. People know who you are. People know the work you do. So, if you come back to them and say the reason it failed is because that nigga was actually a fraud, and I figured it out, because they're going to take your word for it. Like, you don't have to suck this man's dick for water to save your reputation, dog. Like, I'm sure you built up enough goodwill already that they would just accept your explanation that 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 wasn't going to work. <laughs> Like, he was dead ass. Like, white people are different. Like, white people are different. I would never in my life, ever, suck it, like, ever even consider that. Me was going to do it. Like, dog. And it, uh, look, let me, let me rephrase. I'm not ever going to do that for a career. Like, listen, I've told y'all before, I got a lot of law school loans. I'm not saying what I won't do, but it's going to be a price. I'm going to, if you're going to pay, if you get me out from these, on these law school loans, I'm going to need a little extra. Let me write down, let me figure it out. I'm going to give you a, fi- a figure. I'm going to slide across the table. And then ain't nobody going to say nothing. But that would be for me. That would be for me, for my benefit. That would be me weighing my fucking morals and, and standards and what I could put up with versus the, versus the, you know, the benefit versus some random. See, Billy didn't say, I'm going to go suck his dick. Cause that would have been the right thing to do. This is your fucking fraud. This is your fucking scandal. That's your fucking water that you can't. You go suck his dick. I watch the door. But no, he ain't said that. He saw Alan. Since you gay, you go do it. You know. And Alan, <laughs> white people different, man. White people different. Cause ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. I would have snuck off that joint in a ca- canoe in the middle of the lane. They never would have seen my black ass again. Um, but yeah, check. You know. If you got Hulu, watch the one on Hulu, watch one on the, but it, that part, I have, that shit has been burned on my, I have not stopped thinking about that shit since I saw it. Every time I'm at work, and, you know, something get on my nerves, I be like, damn, this right here is on my nerves, I'm ready to leave, and this nigga was gonna suck dick for water, like, 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 it's like, I can't believe it. Um, yeah, so, that was, that was Fry Fest. Um, so that's it. Um, this is actually a little long this week, but I've been giving y'all short. Well, it's not exactly long, but it's longer than last week. I've been giving y'all short ones. Um, gang, I, oh, I got my phone back. Thank God, I went and get it yesterday. I skipped the gym to um to go get my to go get my phone, and um, I got it back. That loaner phone was terrible, and y'all, I dropped that shit in the toilet when I was at work, y'all. I dropped that shit completely submerged in the toilet, and I panicked. I pulled that shit out quick. Luckily, I don't know what happened, I guess because I have this case. No water got in it, so I pulled it out real quick. I got my bleach wipes, and I wiped it all down, and then I turned that shit on, and it worked like regular. Nothing was wrong with it, so when I went and turned the loaner back in, you know, dude, I gave it to dude, he, you know, they run a diagnostic, so when he plug it in and run the diagnostics, the diagnostics wouldn't run, so I'm sitting there like, doop-dee-doo, like, I don't know nothing, I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope these fucking diagnostics ain't running, because that shit jumped in the water, but I didn't think it was that, because again, nothing happened with the phone, like, it fell in the water, I pulled it out immediately, like, I don't even think the water got time to go in, I pulled it out immediately, um, you know, so, I'm sitting there, so the, uh, I don't know what happened, whatever, the other dude came out, ran the diagnosis, gave me, they had, actually gave me a new phone, I mean, it's still the 7 that I had, but it's a new phone, um, but yeah, I got it back, that loaner phone was trash, and they had no, no memory on, I had to delete apps, I fucking got my phone back, and it was like voicemails from like the past two weeks, where I guess they hadn't been coming through, people been calling me and leaving me messages and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um, so yeah, anyway, the point of that is, back up on Genghis Kicks, um, I put them up on, uh, 
Genghis Kells on Instagram. I see some more of y'all following me. Thanks. Y'all, my, my Instagram and my Twitter followers, I have a huge gap though. Um, some ugly ass Jordans coming out. There's some Jordans, um, neutral gray coming out that's kind of dope. The Black History Months, which I showed y'all before, are coming out. Um, I already put those up. Um, and then there's some, um, like some basketball. I think these are LeBron's. Oh no, they're Air Max 270s that they, you know, Nike always fuck bringing out something good and then fucking it up. But, um, some of y'all like these ugly ass shoes, so I'll put them up there. But, um, yeah, so that's it for this week. I don't know what I'm going to name it, but it's episode 194. Um, thanks for listening. I appreciate y'all. Rate me, tell your friends. Please go to Podbean. I see some more of y'all on there. It's like 15 of y'all now. Please go there. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. Um, and um, pray for me. The California bar is really difficult, and um, I'm trying to send positive thoughts and vibes, but, um, um, you know, shit is hard. So um, pray for me, and uh, see y'all next week. All right, peace.